Do you need to spend all of your course to complete this Agent Venom event? We're talking about the calculations in this video. Also, the Masters of Evil team is the next team on the horizon. How good will this team be? And season two of Cosmic Crucible is live. Is this next season a hit or a miss? We're talking all about that in this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update this week. I am joined by my brother, Mr. Hardgrave. And if you're ready for it, Mr. Hardgrave, tell them what they can do. Let's go smash it! Alley flying. Hello, hello, hello! What is up, Valley Maniacs? Welcome back to the Valley Flying channel and this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. We do this every week talking about the biggest, hottest topics in Marvel Strike Force. And if this is your first time here, hit that subscribe button for more great Marvel Strike Force content. There are at least five Marvel Strike Force videos per week on this channel. And if you're listening to this version of this uh, news video on the podcast, well, whatever platform you're listening to, give it a five-star review. But I'm joined by brother Mr. Hartgrave. For this edition of this uh, news video, we're talking about the Agent Venom event. Rebirth, they're getting a rework, a new season of Cosmic Crucible, the Masters of Evil. And when is Apocalypse coming? How are you, Mr. Hartgrave? I'm doing pretty good, Valley. Thanks for having me on the show. How are you enjoying Marvel Strike Force nowadays? It's been a while since I've uh, talked about Marvel Strike Force. How are you enjoying the game right now? Is this in a good place, a bad place, or just are we kind of status quo in Marvel Strike Force right now? Yeah, I actually think it's in kind of a bad spot. Um, mm. We can talk about that during. We're going to cover some of the things that are kind of bothering me right now in this video. But uh, yeah, typically I'm just I'm just waiting for tier 17 gear to come in. And that's all I'm doing. I'm participating oh, in the events, grinding through the events and just waiting for small incremental changes to my roster. I've actually stopped building my roster entirely because of how resource starved we are. Mm. Um, no levels, no gear, no improvements, just same old, same old day after day. All right. Well, we do have some events going on right now that you can increase your supply of some gear. Uh, the big event going on right now is a symbiote sabotage event. Uh, and there's some pieces of gear here. I don't know if this is enough to get you to gear 17, but I guess the grand prize here is supposed to be the unlock for Agent Venom. Now, one of the big controversies that uh, is surrounding this event is to complete this, to get that unlock for Agent Venom, you're going to need to spend a lot of cores. You need to play these war battles, uh, but you also need to spend these cores. Now, based on 12 war battles, is it possible to get Agent Venom unlocked in this event? I know you've done the calculations. Is it possible to uh, unlock Agent Venom by just doing war battles, or do you also need to spend power cores in addition to those blitz store refreshes to get uh, in, uh, enough uh, war battle energy, a war attack energy. Yeah, if you want to get to milestone 30, you're going to spend some cores. I think oh, minimum oh. around 500 cores a day. I'm doing 600 cores a day because we're going to talk about another event that's going to be running where it's really going to pay off. These are if you look at the rewards, though, like the training materials, the gold, um, and especially when we look at the other event, this is one of the best times to uh, spend your cores. So if you've been hoarding up cores, like I see you got 3000 cores, yeah. as long as you have 2000 cores on hand, I would highly suggest doing the 600 cores a day on this one. Not every one of them. I know many of these events want 600 cores from you. And I sound like a broken record when I say it. And people are like, Hargrave, I can't do them all. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to do them all. You might want to do this one. 
Okay. And you're saying that because of the good rewards that you get for doing all this in conjunction with other milestones. Yes. Yeah. There's, this is probably one of the highest values on a core that there, that I've seen in four years of playing this game. This is pretty good. If okay. Yeah. I didn't even look at all the other stuff. I was just looking at the character shards for Agent Venom. I was like, yeah, this is not that great of an event. But uh, yeah, when you put it that way, uh, spending those cores and you're spending all your cores on these campaign energy refreshes, right? You're doing the 50s and the 100s for this event. Yeah. In fact, right now, I'm not spending my energy. I have cored my energy up over 2,000. Oh, my goodness. We're recording this right before the Lunar New Year event starts, and that's yeah. when you want to spend the energy. But I started coring energy last night. Ah, gotcha. I guess I should have done that as well. Now, uh, tricky, what is you know? what is <laughs> if, if, if someone is not getting as many cores from Arena, uh, they don't have as many cores saved up. What is a realistic target for them? I know most players want to get to milestone 30 just to get the maximum uh, amount of realistic Agent Venom shards. I mean, you got 80 down here, but I think that's kind of outside the realm of possibilities. What is a realistic target for free to play players or people that aren't spending as much power cores in this event? Yeah, is, it, is it just getting this meta of, uh, item in milestone 25 or should they be still shooting for some of these uh, more coveted pieces down here? Yeah, I think realistically, all you're going to get is milestone 25. You can get that okay. without spending any cores. With no cores, okay. With no cores at all. And you can get that. And that's what they designed the event for. And here's the good news. So that sounds like really bad news, right? But the good yeah. news is, and we've seen this, and we were talking a bit before, is saw us agent shards enter into other milestones that's so there's true other ways to top there's i assume there's going to be other ways to top off agent venom other than this milestone so get as many shards as you can and then they'll, they're going to throw them at you some that i'm just kind of i know it sounds weird because of the way i started and everything but at this point yeah. believe it or not and i have i i often don't believe it i have some small faith that it's going to work out. I don't know. All right. Well, well, if you have the faith that it's going to work out and uh, you're, you're generally the more negative person in the community, if you have the faith, then that, that gives me a lot of faith as well. That's um, why I see it. And it's just because like, <laughs> like I kind of trust that the, the, the event makers, the guys that control this stuff, it's not their intention to not give you Agent Venom for free. So they, they're just they're just dumb in how they calculate this stuff. If, if they want you to get Agent Federer for free and, we're, and not everybody's going to get it, they just aren't calculating things correctly is what you're saying. They have it planned for another event. <laughs> Next week, they're going to throw some shards on something else. Okay, okay. It's a little short. I don't think it's evil. It might, and it, you know, I don't know. I don't like I said, it's it's a, it's something that I'm trying to come to terms with myself as far as my more positive feelings towards the designers. What is this? What is this? You're the positive. I, I talk to them. So after you meet these guys and talk to them, you, you see that they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't mean to do that. Like said that so many times. we didn't mean to do that. More like, incompetence no. rather than uh, nefarious evil means. They're just uh, not not calculating things correctly. And many, we'll many decibel that. points Jeff's working at Scopely. Well, yeah, we'll see that later on in this video, what we're talking about. There's clear signs that they, you know, mean well, but don't really hit the mark all the time. Yeah. All right. So just a review, you're spending all your cores on energy refreshes. None of these orbs, none of the orbs for Agent Venom, none of the orbs for Nemesis or anything that's available to store right now. That's not the most efficient way to spend your cores. 
it's a it's a lower value per core. I look at okay. value per core and it shifts every day. I think cores are a fascinating currency in this game because mm -hmm. one day they'll be worth like nothing and then the next day they'll be worth like so much. Like and during so this event. That. Yeah, like during this gotcha. event, they're very high value. So uh, that's when I cash in. All right, and the Blitz event associated with this, it doesn't seem that grindy. I've done like two rotations. Uh, and I did, and I did claim all the blitz uh, credits from that uh, the the what is his name, Agent Colson blitz. I'm already almost halfway through this this seven day milestone. So this part seems pretty good. This is seven day milestone, Great. really, really, uh, and a lot of the events I, I believe based it on if you have the blitz four rotations. I did do less than four rotations per day. It's a good blitz event. If I have to do more than that, it's a very grindy, bad blitz event. This one seems like a very easy blitz event associated with this. What are your thoughts on this? I think it's actually great. Um, yeah, I think it's like, uh, you know, a couple days of really hardcore blitzing or you can spread it out over the course of the event and look at the rewards. Tier fours. We've never seen this. like tier fours. And this stuff, the teal raid or fragments are getting teal gear, all this stuff. Yeah. I, I'm I, think mostly, this... I was blown away by the tier four. When I first looked at that, I assumed I would never get down to the bottom of it because yeah. of the tier fours. And I'm like, yeah. oh, we're going to complete it easily. What? Yeah. Easily yeah, within within two or three days, maybe depending how grindy you are with Blitz. Yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, this is this is some new hope. I, I wasn't looking at all the other stuff. I was just looking at the straight shards. And if you just look yeah. at the straight shards for Asian Venom, this is, this is not a good event. But if you look at everything else and what you have to do, I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. It seems pretty good. Now we did just get this event that ended. Uh, this one is a pretty controversial event in itself because it's required gold spending. I spent some gold. I made it. Uh, I didn't make it to those uh, extra shards for Captain Carter. Uh, where did you make it on this event? Wait, it's controversial because it wanted you to spend gold on on nothing. Not your roster, not gear, not star, just on. I what, spent they, it on. I spent it on orbs, and then I bought those five million gold offers for shards. One of them, I got characters to the next star level. I got yeah. shards for Captain Carter there as well. So. Um, I don't think, I think it was when you as look at it that bad. Way, yeah, when you when you because we didn't know of, when we first got the early information on this, it didn't include, hey, you're going to be able to buy 50 shards or 30 yeah. shards for 5 million gold. That's huge. I think they added that after, to be honest, though. I think they saw the outcry from the community and it was like, all right, let's how can we make this not as bad? This is already going on. We can't totally change this event. Uh, let's put this in the store to make this a little better. So I, I think that I don't think that was planned. I think that was a reaction to the outcry of the community. Because when I first saw this event, I was like, this is a great event. I like that I can actually buy shards without power cords. I could buy with gold. Then we got the orbs in the game like, oh, this is not good. These are very, very bad orbs. And uh, the milestone calculations, it's, it's pretty expensive. And then and then it got a little better. Now that it's done, what what was your reaction to this? Was this a good event or a bad event? I think I've uh, I've had the the gambit of uh, yeah. or the gamut of uh, reactions to this. I've thought this was an awesome event. Oh, this is a horrible event. I think uh, ended up somewhere in the middle. Where where did you end up with this one? Yeah, it was fine. Absolutely fine. <laughs> fine. I I bought no orbs. I know I didn't buy even one orb. Oh. 
And there was, I, got, there was no, I, I didn't do that bad. There wasn't too many times that I spent those 2 million gold that I got nothing. I think it was once that I got nothing. Other times I got some decent USA agent or Captain Carter shards. So uh, you were buying shards. I'm just not interested in rebirth in general. So I'm not interested in squeezing out another star level on them or whatever. I'm fine with what they're mm. giving me. Um, I would have gone for the tier 17 gear, but that was a really bad value. Yeah. So I just, I just didn't, I just saved my gold. And here's the thing. Here's what I learned from this. Like yes. good, bad, whatever, it was fine. The thing I learned, and we've been we've been told this for a couple months now, Marvel Strike Force are going to have periodic gold spending event. Yeah. So if you want to win a gold spending event, you will hoard your gold and only really spend it during one of these events. I mean, same, same thing for the power course, right? Just save your resources, hoard your resources until it's time to spend it. Hoard your raid currency, hoard everything until it's time to spend in these events. And that's kind of where the game has shifted last year. Yeah. And and just, we're not going to be able to complete all these milestones. They're going to save some really good stuff at the end that we're not going to be able to complete. And uh, I think I think there's been a big shift and. I've accepted that. I was actually going to yeah. make a video on how bad this game has got, how bad these mouses yeah. are. And then when I think about these a little more, I'm like, other games do that. I think the big the problem <laughs> is for three years, they've done stuff one way. And then last year, they shifted it. If they've always done it the same way, though. That's that's it wouldn't be a problem. But I think it's a shift in not communicating that. But uh, yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I agree I with it's you. Fine. Like, you just get numb to it. It's like, yeah. yeah, I was outraged. I mean, I know better than anybody. I came out, you know, a couple of years ago and I was just furious about everything, right? But because <laughs> because that's when like the changes started to happen. Yeah. And that's what motivated me to come out and make videos was seeing this shift. Well, now yeah. it's been, it's done been a year. It's been done been two years. I've made all the videos. I've explained all the bad practices. They're not changing. They're not That's going just, anywhere. So yeah. guys, what are we going to do? Are we going to keep being mad or are we just going to, you know, deal with it? I just deal with just, it. Just how the game is right now. We got to find I mean, our own ways to make fun. And uh, I guess it's a little reassuring that the devs aren't evil. They're just, uh, they just don't calculate things. right? So, you know that, so the bad effects aren't intentional. They're just, uh, they just, <laughs> I don't know what's. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, what I, rebirth what I do is after any event, after any series of after every month, I'll look at my roster and say, like, was it bad or good? Like, how many stars do I have on the character now? Like <laughs> getting mad weekly. I don't have the patience for like I've run out of fuel on that. But yeah, it's, it's a I game. It's a game. Too much yeah. energy to get mad at it. You know, I, it is what it is. The good you get take the good, take the bad. All right. Uh, you said you're not reinvesting in this rebirth team here. They just got some more reworks. Captain Carter, U.S. agent, Captain America is a beast now. Uh, what what has this done to this team? Are they now viable outside of raids? I'm hearing they're very good in raids, but what are these guys capable of outside of raids now? Are they going to be a good crucible team? Are they a good war team? Or does this do nothing for their value outside of raids? And just just pretty much helps them in the raids. I feel like room three in Crucible was made for them. I hear if you put Fortifier on all of them, they're a very tough clear. Mm. If you have them built up, you know, at my level of Crucible, I'd have to build them up to a million power, mm -hmm. which I can't do. So for me, this is a useless team. I actually put out a video today on my channel showing Web Warriors on the 3.5 and how good they still work. So, I still use Web Warriors and Gamma. I don't I haven't used the rebirth team that but I, I don't think there's four to three point five. I think they're four to Doom yeah. four whenever it comes out. So yeah. I think in Doom three point five you can still get through with Web Warriors, you can still get through with Gamma. 
I think this is going to be the next team, though, or for whatever new raid we have. Oh, they'll make sure it's the next team. And this is yeah. one of the reasons why they're buffing it. There's a couple reasons why they're buffing it. People like me made videos on it and showed this team just dying on the Doom 3, <laughs> which is hilarious, by the way. But but also sad. I'm like, because I know they want to I know they're going to they're going to make the next raid tuned to this team. But if this team yeah. is super weak, and they tune the raid to this team, Web Warriors is still gonna work. Yeah. So you gotta make the team stronger or else when you tune the next raid to it, you know, Web Warriors is gonna run over that raid too. But the stronger they make it, the more it'll be valuable. So they should do I, I like this team. Captain Carter's cool. Agent yeah. Venom is cool. I want it to be good. I just uh, hope they have more use outside of raids. And uh, from what I'm hearing, not not even useful in the raids for some people because they've already built a yeah. web warriors and their gamma team, things like that. So hopefully yeah. there is a use for this team. I want to use them. I want to like them. I haven't I used them yet, though. I haven't I used them so yet, though. I was excited when Agent Venom got announced. I mean, I wear this around just normally. This is, <laughs> this is, this is how I look. You know, I'm, I, I'm like, yes, Agent Venom, great. And then I got so disappointed when, like, his special hit like a noodle. His ultimate uh, couldn't be used. Now they fixed it. His ultimate triggers really fast and is amazing. It's like Shang-Chi levels. And then his special hits really hard, even without mm. the tier four on it. Mm. Um, so it's really cool. I'm glad I they like got it. Them I like it. But are they useful outside of raids? Uh, still no. Maybe maybe not yet. Maybe not no. yet. But but no. I, I want to like this team. I, I'm, yeah, my favorite team right now is the War Dogs. I want it to be rebirth, but I I, I don't have the resources to build them right now. I don't have a reason to build them right now. All right, uh, we did get an event with more rebirth uh, stuff in it. We got some shards for a U.S. agent here. Another Blitz event. Now this one, I did it. I went kind of hard on this one. I want to get the shards for a US agent on this Rising Stars event. But the one on the web was not very good. But the big thing I wanted to bring up with this is there's a new thing called point limits to help you clear, get clearer goals for progressing through events. Select event milestones will now feature new means of keeping sword limited and unlimited. And I think this is a way that they could reduce hoarding. You know how a lot of these events, they, they have extra milestones because we could hoard our energy. We could hoard our raid milestones. Well, this is a way that they could eliminate that. That's the first thing that thought that I thought of in my head. What did you think of these point limits? Did you like it? Did it make it easier to track and uh, see where you are in this event? Yeah, I was I was real conflicted on this. And after having some time with it, after completing it, I, I do like it. I feel like I inspired it because one of my main talking points, whenever I get the ear of a community manager or developer, I'm like, you got to put a limit on blitzing. I mm -hmm. literally say you need to put a limit on blitzing and then we get yes. limiters. So I feel responsible for this. So I'm extra critical of it. I like All I right. really want it to be good. Um, and I think that it was good. And I, I think it's gonna get better. This was the first iteration. And when they do things, they tend to kind of underdo it to make sure mm. they're not gonna break anything. Yeah. So I think as they go forward, I'm hoping to see the limit, like what it should work as is, and I think this one, I forget what the break, you're gonna find a break point. I believe uh. the break point was 70,000 points. Once you got to 70,000 points, getting further than that was going to be very difficult. Sending you, the player, a very clear message, you can stop blitzing now. Mm. So the less blitzing we can do to get to that break point, that's, that's taking care of your players. And then, hey man, if you really wanna 
spend an extra couple of days blitzing like crazy, you can get three gold orb, which is where I was at at the end. There were, I was like, <laughs> okay, I could just stay up all nine blitz and get three gold orbs or I can let it go. And I was able to let it go, which was great. Well, that's a good thing about the milestones as well. They they front load a lot of the good stuff that people were grinding for those shards. Yep. And then they kept and there was a, a additional milestones that if you wanted to keep blitzing, they weren't that great. So if you didn't want to keep blitzing, you're not missing out on stuff. But yeah. for people that really want to get sweaty and grind, they can get some additional stuff. I like what they're doing here, and I hope it opens up the door for uh, less grindy events, you know, that we could complete events with just what we get through those seven days with our raid credits or, or or spending the power cords that we just get in those seven days and not have the surplus. And I'm hoping that's what these breakpoint limits will be. But uh, I don't know, they could do this very good or very bad. I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be the good section, though. Well, I think the first iteration was pretty good and it wasn't that great. So I'm hoping that it'll keep getting better. That would be my hope. The, my only little nitpick about it is, is I, I wish something would happen when you hit the limit, like a mm. little, I don't know, a little check mark or something. Like a little ding, 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 ding. Like you get all these, all these uh, confetti going around your, your yeah, game screen. I want, a little, <laughs> I want a little party to happen when I hit the limit. That's just me, though. I don't need that. I'm not serious about that. But it would just, you know, it'd be nice. I guess I could throw, I could cool. throw myself a party. When it cool. You, you beat the game. You beat the milestone. You beat the event. And uh, there's your congratulations. Word. All right. Another event coming up. You were talking about this. This is the one that you could spend a lot of yeah. campaign energy, which makes yeah. doubling up on both of these events as they're running together make a little more spend, a uh, yeah. little more sense. Spending a lot of campaign energy towards the bottom of this. We do have a lot of good rewards. This Lunar Festival event, which looks like a copy and paste from last year's event. Yeah, there's some different character shards here, but is this the same as last year's event? I don't remember the dark promo credits being involved, but it's possible. I love the rewards on here. This is a really I good do. reward. All right, and that, that's why you're spending power cores for these 50 bronze yeah. shards, for these dark promo credits, which are like almost impossible to get. Uh, and then that's in conjunction with the other milestones that you're gonna get by spending power cores for the symbiote spider, uh, symbiote agent venom milestones yeah. there. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you are you pushing for any of these rank rewards or are you just kind of foregoing them like uh, like I a lot care. of like I do? The thing is, is I'll get like top one percent not trying, which is great, but I'm not focused on it. I'm, I I never focus on leaderboards. I'll tell you what I focused on leaderboards for the last uh, war scourge because I got yeah. top 50. Nice, that was nice. cool. Yeah, I pushed nice, for nice. that. That's the only time. That's good. I'm gonna brag there. Um, now, yeah, right. one of the rewards here is these pink flash bids for this Jubilee costume, which was released last year. Why yeah. isn't why isn't they, they're giving show shards here? Why aren't you giving show shard, like show costume? Where's the Doc yeah, Ock costume that we were promised and from No Way Home? Where is those costumes? Why are we getting this Jubilee costume all over again? I, I think they're worried that they would unintentionally make it offensive. So they don't want to make another costume for Braun. Oh my goodness, really? That's my, that's my only thought. I don't All know. Right. All right, I mean, so like, yeah, the I mean, other... It's, it's lazy, though. Like, yeah, come on, Braun. How about a new costume for Hulk? Where's the Doc Ock costume that was supposed to be in this update? Where, where, When is that going to come on? They, they release all Maybe. these costumes and they forget to do events for them. All right, Maybe now, you can buy them with red envelopes. Maybe, maybe that's that's the other thing I was going to ask you about. It says you're going to go a limited time currency, red envelopes, and there's going to be a event store associated with this Lunar Festival in this event store. 
I know you like this. Teal Gear unique pieces. Avengers, or Young Avengers, A-Force, Inhuman Character Shards. So it looks like uh, something for this the Rogue event. T3, T2 materials, and more. What are you spending your red envelopes on? Just based on what you see here. The only thing I have any interest in whatsoever would be the Teal unique gear pieces. Um, right. But I don't even really have an interest in those because I just really need tier 16, 17. Really, I need one specific tier 16. Chromium, gamma radiation. And, yeah. I need I need I those. Need those. But how, how rare are they going to be? I feel like we're going to get more currency than we can possibly spend without refreshing the store constantly to try to get what we want. Well, you could get some T2 ability materials with that stuff. Yeah. I, or, I mean, or you could get some A4 shards. I'll probably end up getting, I'll, I'll resentfully buy crystal a shards. You could get more shards for crystal and use that for your ultimate orbs. No, no. All right. Let's talk about cosmic crucible. <laughs> cosmic crucible season two is live right now. We got a bunch of new room bonuses and new rules here. Uh, the big global rule here is, uh, there's a lot on offense, speed, reduced resistance, Masters of non-masters of evil mystics on defense reduce speed and resistance for by 20% for all cosmic villain mystics and any cosmic villain mystic turn apply bleed to that character and uh, defense about this same global rules 20% health and 10% damage that actually amounts up to be nothing it doesn't actually hinder dark hold at all yeah because there's I, only I one villain that the heartless is not the most important person on that team well, I guess like, like Dormammu. It's Dormammu. supposed to like mess up, but it doesn't really. And you know what it actually does, which I found, which is really interesting, is it makes Hela go after zombie Iron Man, actually improving Hela in Cosmic mm. Crucible. Do you think that was, a, that was a thing that they wanted? They wanted to give it a slight buff in, 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 the, in a clothing of a nerf? I think that they just meant to mess with Dormammu and accidentally made Hella better. Maybe, maybe. Well, yeah, they great. didn't want I they didn't it. want all those revived onces. Now, we got some crazy new rooms with this, right? Uh the Wakandan room, the the unlimited X-Men room with the revives. What do you think is your toughest room? Is it room six? Is it room four? Is it something else? What what has been the toughest room for you? Room four was tough with me. What did you use to beat that? Uh I used a gamma team with Dormammu. Oh, nice! Yeah, without Red the, Hulk. Yeah, so there you go. Dormammu still still working. That yeah. that 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 uh, global rule didn't didn't hurt you there with having use that. I use that. I use that team on day one and day three. It too, this unlimited X Men team was way too big, and even that Gamma team wasn't working. So yeah, I think I think the toughest room is this uh, room right here with the unlimited X Men. This it's tangled room. If I don't save Tangle for defense and I use, or if I don't save them for offense, I'm mean, going to use them on defense. This is a very, very tough room to beat. With a mirror match, not that bad. But if you're trying to beat Tangled and you don't have a good solution, uh, it's not very good. The rest of these rooms are pretty easy. But yeah, room six and room four. I think room four has been a little tougher uh, mm -hmm. for me. Because if I don't have that Gamma team, if I don't have Red Hulk or something doesn't go right, there's no teams that can beat this. Yeah, no, there's, that's there's, right. There's found. nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I usually clear. I've cleared all six rooms for like ever since it began. Like maybe one time I haven't cleared. This mm. is like the second time I haven't cleared was fighting that unlimited X Men and just not being ready for it. It's rough. It's rough. It's a rough battle. Now, what? Ain't too bad. War dogs ain't too bad. 
War Dogs is not as bad as I thought. I thought this would no. be the horrible room. I've been yeah. using Darkhold on that. What have what have you been using on the War Dogs or Wakandans? That's the way to go. Is is just is just uh, Darkhold it. It it still it works probably the best. Now I've mm-hmm. only seen War Dogs in this room. I haven't seen Mbaku and Killmonger. I heard that's a tougher team. What have you faced? Have you seen a Wakandans or have you only seen War Dogs? I think I fought them both. The worst thing you can do is try to mix the teams. Like if you mm-hmm. have a weak um, Black Panther BC and you try to sub in a M'Baku, it's not better. Um, you so either do full Wakandans or full War Dogs. You found yeah, yeah you're, you're just missing uh, you're missing parts if you try to okay. mix. So it seems like room four, room six are the toughest, at least for me. What do you think is the easiest rooms or or some of the best rooms that have gotten reworked? In room three, room three, is, I, I kind of like because it has that fortifier tag, that striker tag. So it allows for some theory crafting. Uh, room five has that Spider-Verse characters getting getting that extra damage. Which which is the best room for you? Or is it room one or two? Yeah, I think without these extras. Room three is the most interesting. I've yet to see anybody do anything remarkably clever in there. Um, what they have here is kind of interesting. Um, what you want to look for in that room, if you want to have fun. Now, I don't, I'm, I don't think this is going to be effective, but the idea, the concept behind it is you get a fortifier who spawns with buffs and does his ultimate first. Nick so we're talking, Yeah, we're talking Nick Fury. There's so many characters. So there's so much interesting theory craft you can do around that and then position them the way their speed kind of works. So the fastest Mm. guy in front, the the next fastest guys behind him so that they spread those buffs. But it doesn't work that way because then somebody just throws an unlimited X-Men at it and then it's over. Yeah, I just, so, I just, I just do Eternals here, and, 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 and Icarus, Icarus, Icarus kills yeah. everybody. So, um, I, I kind of well, like this room. I don't know if it's gonna hold anything, but I like that there is three crafting that you could do in this room. I had a blast one night working out what I would put in there, and then it just gets destroyed every round, and it doesn't matter. But you know, Icarus, Icarus says, "Screw your three crafting. I'm destroying yeah. everything." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Good good news for newer players. There's a solution to the Weaver Shards. Uh, we have a calendar in-game right now that all players got, the Commander Tribute calendar, uh, and it, it looks like it was sliding based on how many yellow stars you had on Weaver previously. Now, we were trying to compare our calendars, but since we had the same amount of yellow stars on Weaver, we it, it looked exactly the same. Uh, so if you had less yellow stars on Weaver, you should get less. And if you have more uh, yellow stars on Weaver, you should get more in this commander tribute. This is what I got. I had a six star on Weaver. You had the exact same thing. Yep. Uh, are you finding reports that this is not accurate, that it's, everybody's getting the same thing? Or is it truly on that sliding scale that they talked about? You're going to have to let us know down in the comments, guys. All right. This is this is what I got with a six star weaver at the time. So if you guys got something different, let me let me know in the comments. That's a good point there. All right. That's Additionally, cool. this is what the big thing was. Strike Pass 2 did not get those additional 4,000 weaver shards, but they got an additional tier that contained those 4,000 weaver shards. That's great for them. I'm glad that more people got it. Now, Strike Pass 1, they did not get those 4,000 weaver shards. They got 100 weaver shards. And what they say, and I think this does make sense, a more powerful version of her with significantly disrupted learning curve. Uh, it's all right. But I think this is the bigger one here to create undesirable metas in game modes like Arena. And I immediately thought of when you're when you're a newer player 
you're, you're, most of your characters are three stars and four stars. If you got a six or a seven star Weaver in there, that would significantly disrupt the meta of the game. So do you think that was fair or do you think everybody should have got those 4,000 shards? No, I mean, I, I think that this makes sense to try to kind of um, curve your exposure to Weaver. Now, what they're going to keep doing down the line is those people that did not get 4,000 Weaver shards, by the time they get to the point in the game where I did get, where everybody did get 4,000, like level 70, mm -hmm. hopefully Weaver will be more available in some other way. Hopefully Weaver's not going to be like a premium. We, I think we've always assumed that Weaver was going to be premium orb only. Yeah. Uh, which seems logical. Just to make her farmable on one of the earlier nodes, right? There you go. Kind of really <laughs> open her up. That would be cool because it's a cool character and um, it really would help out new players. I'm glad that everybody's getting some something. I, I found it wild that I was getting something. Like, I already got a seven. Yeah, a we, already, we already got 4,000 shards for free. And now we're getting more right. stuff. Awesome. I love it. I love it. But yeah, really balanced because some people spent money to get a seven yellow weaver and now they get presumably a better calendar than we do. And I say that's that sounds great. That sounds fair. Yeah. I spent, I spent money to get a six. Game. I spent money to get six star weaver. Yeah. In a pay to win mobile game, my mind is blown that uh, and I didn't spend money to get my six stars on Weaver, but I did spend my time. I spent a lot of time. Yeah, I got compensated for that even. That's great. Well, the, the other thing, I, the way I looked at it too, if they weren't going to do that, I, I'm fine with it because I yeah. got to enjoy Weaver from, I believe she was released in September, all those months earlier than people that got the 4,000 shards. So that that's, it wasn't, it wasn't too big of a deal for me, but I know some people was like, Hey, I bought this. I, I, they didn't have to buy it. I need to uh, be made whole. And Scopely, I think, made a lot of people happy with the, the solution for this Weaver. This is uh, a stand-up way to take care of your community. And I don't even think we had to set anything on fire for it to happen. No. Like sometimes the community goes nuts and they gotta like do something like what uh summer of blunder right that was oh the my goodness. like people really kind of lost their We're complaining about the bad the captain carter events you know yeah. all that complaining gets them to do some good stuff so yeah, this this is a good solution here yeah this, right. is, this is good and i like how kind of they did it kind of i felt like they kind of did this on their own which is nice i hope they keep doing stuff like that it's true 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 yeah this is this is uh reactive before the community got outraged uh that night and they had a solution done for players say, hey you guys keep these shards uh it yeah. took a while for them to get a solution for strike pass two and one but uh yeah they they i'm glad that they did that all right titania is in Marvel Strike Force right now. I got really lucky and got a seven red star in her. Unfortunately, hey. I don't have a lot of gold stars, so it's pretty much just a three red star right now. I went ahead and bought her offer. Did you go ahead and buy this offer? And uh, how important is Titania going to be to this entire Masters of Evil team? Now, I'm really big on value for my money, and I don't consider early access valuable because basically you're going to beta test this for me. By the time I get her, you'll have worked out all the bugs for me, and I'll just enjoy her. Or um, not. She's only level one right now. I might not test her at all. I'm just uh, hoarding these stars <laughs> until I can actually use this team, and uh, we're getting the rest of the characters in the, in the game. True. It is a five-man team, and I don't know how much it's going to do before it's whole. Uh, Masters of Evil, make no mistake, is going to be one of the most important teams in this game. Everyone's going to have a very big Masters of Evil. 
They're going to be required for a some kind of legendary unlock, whether that be an old style or a new style. Maybe they're a scourge team. Yes. I have no idea. And I, and I do want to get your prediction later on who that legendary no can idea. be. But Cosmic Crucible is the number two most important game mode. I know that might be controversial. You're, you're, you're saying that after Arena for their power cores? Through Arena. And okay. when, not if, and this isn't coming from inside information and you know this, um, when they move the power cores from Arena into Cosmic Crucible, allegedly something oh, strange, oh. that's definitely going to... If you look at the other games like this... I got no reason know, to play Arena if they ever do that. They're going to do that. They're going to move the power cores. They'll put something else in Arena to kind of keep it floating or maybe who knows, who cares. But they really want people to play Cosmic Crucible. It's the new greatest thing. And they're not moving down off of it. Build this team. I, I, I'm, I'm building them. I'm building them. They, they seem very important. Now, well, the, only, well the only pushback I would I would give with the Cosmic Crucible, it does have a lot of get, uh, rewards. The rewards, I think, is some of the best in the game. Yeah. It is only three times a week, though, whereas a mode like raids, not as good rewards, but it is seven times a week, and you're doing those tragic raids. So I guess there's that's that's where I would uh, push back in the argument, but I would I would say, yeah, Arena is the top mode in the game. Now, initially, when Titania was uh, announced in the game, between 4 p.m. and 5.09 p.m. Pacific, the day that she was announced, she was not in the red stars, and it looks like what they're going to do as far as a solution uh, if uh, you open red stars between 4 p.m. Pacific, 5.09 p.m. Pacific, they will be compensated in the near future. What are they going to do? And is this a good solution? You know, they, they've done this in the past. The character's not been in red star orbs. And they've given, given full red stars back, these elites back. You know, so if you open elite seven, you get to keep whatever you got that seven star for that character. And uh, they gave you more of those back. Do you think they're going to do something similar to that? And uh, is that the correct solution? Yeah, that's what they're going to do. Now, allegedly subject to change, I wouldn't go do this next time. I wouldn't trust that this is always going to be the case. Uh, I, have, have they said something or is that just a feeling that you're getting that uh, they're not going to continue to reward uh Players that open open stuff early when when they have their bugs. Scopely has their bugs. I assume that they are going to be changing that system around a little bit, given the information that I am privy to. Okay, okay. that sounds right. All right, <laughs> beware, beware. They they may not be doing that generous yeah, compensation in the future. And and, and know and know how specific it is. Because look, full disclosure. I, I had a situation where I opened some orbs when maybe I shouldn't have, right? Mm -hmm. And I wrote in and look, I was a few seconds off and I didn't get anything. Oh. So unless you are like, when they say 509, they mean like 509 on the dot, not My 509 goodness. in one millisecond, 509. Jeez. All right. So yeah, be, be on at server reset and uh, go to Discord, go to Reddit and see... Oh. And know this too, if if you go in and the banner looks false to you and you think you're going to open orbs and do this exploit or whatever, if they fixed it on their end and what you need to do is refresh on your end, that doesn't count. So uh, at any moment when you're looking at it and it looks like, oh, I can exploit, you might not be able to. So take it right. you're you're making a pretty... You know, it's a risk. All right, use it and do it at your own risk, guys. You Absolutely. may be compensated. You may not be compensated in the future. 
uh, I don't know, seven to seven elites are, it may be worth that risk though. <laughs> I'll tell you why I didn't feel bad. I didn't get my stuff back because opening six and seven elites for new characters, like, look at you. You got seven red on Titania. Okay, what do yeah. you do? Are you gonna spend four hundred bucks to max that out? Nope. And no. It's just like my Icarus. I might get it like over a year later, so that it's actually gonna be a seven. It might be a five or a six red star for a long time. So yeah, I'd rather we'll have six red on on Phoenix. Honestly, I used it way more. I got mm. way more out of my six red that dropped on Phoenix than I would have got. Uh, I think what a I think it was opening for Nakia when I did it. I, okay. didn't, I didn't need six red on Nakia. I still only have five stars on Nakia. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully, hopefully they uh, fix this. And it's not yeah. even an issue in the future that we don't have to worry about, oh, is she in the orbs or not? Now, the other thing we got this week was the kits for all of the Masters of Evil. I'm not going to go through all of them. I did a separate video on it. It was a long video. Just yeah. want to go through some highlights of their kit. Absorbing Man looks very strong. He is another pre-match taunter in the game. What value do you think Absorbing Man is going to bring to Marvel Strike Force? Oh, wow. I didn't, I actually missed that. He, he He's he's a pre-taunting tank? Yep. And he oh, gets no. three deflects as well. Oh, well, check On it out. spawn. Oh, my God. Not only is he a pre-taunting tank, but he's actually in a relevant team. Never had this. Yeah, Drax, Drax. Oh the Guardians That's weren't very relevant when Drax had it. No. The, the skill military always kind of sucked, even after their rework. So, yeah, this this will be the first time we got an irrelevant team. You're right on that one. He's not going away. No. You're going to see Absorbing Man until the end of the game now, because everyone's taking him up to, well, I think minimum on, on Masters of Evil for any endgame kind of player, um, tier 15, level 90, easy. Yeah, and I think I think just based on that pre-tank, uh, pre-match taunt, uh, he's going to get a lot of value outside this Masters of Evil team, even after they fall out of the meta, just based I on what people it. are using Drax and Red Guardian on yeah. right now. This this character is going to be very, very important. Well, All right, he's going to go to for tricky stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, the, the, yeah. And, and, and he's doing all this other stuff too, not just a pre-match shot. He he's actually has a pretty good kit as well. All right, Kang the Conqueror. I think a lot of people were disappointed that he is on a Masters of Evil team, not his own big bad guy, not the new legendary like Apocalypse, but he does some great stuff as well. Lots of extra damage. He pretty much ignores anybody that has defense up because he's going to double the damage. And on turn, he's going to attack all enemies. AoE attack, 30% piercing. It's only 30%, but it's all on all of his turns and uh, is going to ignore defense up as well just like the rest of his moves. More crit damage, speed mark manipulation. How valuable is Kang gonna be outside of this Masters of Evil team? Kang could end up being some kind of arena meta because he's so interesting that he like negates all other turn manipulations. Isn't that mm. correct? Which is a uh, I know I know he negates the defense up and he does like he gives them speed and everything like that. I don't know if he negates- It might only be in Crucible that he negates all like speed. Okay. I, I know he has a lot of really crazy speed change stuff, which is the most interesting stuff. Yeah, I, th I thought that was Apocalypse, maybe, but uh, maybe but uh, I think it might be, might be getting to the kids confused. Yeah, I think Apocalypse negated all that speed stuff. Kang Kang is just a lot of damage. He's going to give speed up speed uh, and filling speed bar by 10 percent when an enemy gains speed up. He's going to manipulate it, but not as much as uh, uh, Apocalypse, I think. But yeah, he's going to do a ton of damage. He, he does seem very, very interesting. And last but not least, let's go to Moonstone. Now, she has a passive that on turn, she's going to get a lot of stuff. 
the more masters of evils she has on the field she's getting even more stuff uh transferring negative effects uh, not getting a blood black stun you're getting clearing positive effects from the enemies barrier self healing self a lot of stuff in this full masters of evil team but I, this was probably my least uh, exciting character on the team what are, what are your feelings on moonstone yeah i mean she could be a sleeper character or she could be you know disposable i mean i don't think you're going to replace any members on this team though i'm hoping we don't have a scarlet witch on this team right um i think everybody here is needed to make the team function and uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm there, there's no choice for me yeah. it doesn't matter how i feel about this team like i kind of my eyes glaze over when i look yeah. at this i know you I have got to build them you have to build them because they're crucible it. team well right after we got the kits for these masters of evil we also got more reworks to ultron i believe this is either his second or third in relation to this cosmic uh or the the cosmic crucible team the masters of evil he's gotten a little better his fortifier got a little better uh what did what value does ultron have now is it still just tied to his masters of evil team or is he now a valuable character outside of masters of evil i think he's still tied into the masters or masters of evil team uh and cosmic crucible at that but i like any buffs to ultron i've been a big fan of ultron for a long time how do you, how you are you gonna put some red stars on him uh i'm gonna wait till after an event he's he's not available in the red star store right now because they he's took him out because because of some event that's supposed to be coming that you can get red stars for ultron so i'm gonna push hard on that one uh i don't know if i'm gonna upgrade him too much uh after that though because i, I want my horseman to have red stars i want uh dormammu to have red stars i want doom to have red stars uh maybe ultron now Oh, I his boom is his boom is his boom is very very fun. His boom is fun, and Doom Doom has value outside of whatever team he's on. Ultron, I think it's going to be tied to the Masters of Evil, but yes, we'll so. have to see on that. Now we did get word that this Masters of Evil team would be required for another legendary. Now we do have confirmation that legendary is not Apocalypse, so they're going to be needed for a future legendary character, not Apocalypse. And also, it was also said and that the uh, the legendary character that the masters of evil will unlock will that legendary character won't be required for apocalypse so these guys have nothing to do with apocalypse but they are required for a future legendary so my question is who do you think that future legendary would be i think the most i've seen talked about is galactus mainly oh. tied to his heralds of galactus you know which okay. is very much like an apocalypse style kind of situation so if they were going to rerun that event what i want is null null for the legendary null. character okay yeah. now I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to do another event like apocalypse if that was successful enough for them from a financial perspective to have them run that again if not null galactus they're all in the realm of possibilities though guess that i like the best though that uh seems the most logical is modok because of his inclusion in quantum mania it's yeah. kind of a masters of evil as well it would make sense for them to unlock it but i mean we got shuri no. being unlocked by spider-verse characters yeah. we have nick fury being unlocked by kree so it could make zero sense yeah i think uh, if, you as far as that logic, if you use that logic then it's definitely going to be howard the duck Howard the Duck is going to be unlocked by Massive Evil. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Let me know your predictions down in the comments as we talk about the new event that is going on right now. I guess it's not a new event. It's an old event. That is Return. The 
famine scourge event. Now, did you run really hard for this one in the past? I, I think I yeah. forgot to do this one in the past. <laughs> so are you gonna are you gonna do all the milestones, getting all yes. the one point five milestones? Because I assume you already have a seven star rogue, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, this is the most valuable thing in the game to me right now. Are these little these blue balls? Armory yeah. 16. No, the blue no. balls. This. No, those. Augmented blue adaptive balls. pathogens. Oh my God. I need those so bad. All right. Uh, so you are going to do good. this. Any yeah. any particular difficulty um, or thing that you're running against? Uh, running uh, uh, for. Get, to get the easy. For me, I ran it on difficulty nine with just stay no down. No scourges. Uh, well, I threw stay down on because why not? It's like a free one. It just oh, the revive ones for the Dormammu, yeah. But you're, you're making it harder than you need to, Mister Hardgrave. Uh, well, need one point five. If you do this, you don't have to beat Node Ten. Oh, okay, even better then. Okay, I'm gonna do this exact same thing, going all the way to Node Nine and getting getting my rewards. I like it. All right. Node Five still a little hard though, depending on your Young Avengers. But yeah, if you know that you don't need to beat Node Ten, it makes it a little easier. All you got to do can bring is bring in a sacrifice it. team. Yeah, you can throw if, all if your teams at it. It's not so bad. But um, if you the guys out there need help on scourges on my channel, I have a playlist for uh -huh. all the uh, scourges, including rogue, all the different point levels you need, whether it be half a million, a million or a million point five. And make sure you keep working, because when these after you get seven stars on a character, you're going to need to always hit a million point five every time it comes around mm. until they decide to change that. I don't know, but that's going to be the goal. Just going to be free stuff every time it comes around. I like it. Free stuff. All right. Now, this is something we were trying to figure out uh, before we started recording. There's a report going on that ISO eight level four blue has has some uh, descriptions and ability switch it appears i don't think i have a raider that's at level four right now but uh it appears that uh level four and level five are switched so if you have raider on a character uh what it's gonna do is instead of doing getting the max health it's gonna give that more chance to bonus attack more chance to uh more piercing and then applying an additional vulnerable and then when you have the level five it's not gonna do that it's gonna get the the level four bonuses though uh have you heard reports of this and uh is is this a thing that you could test on your own to see if this is actually switched for you yeah i i hadn't really heard this um the character that most people might have would be gambit i think he's the best raider in the game right now that you might have at a uh, level four isotope eight okay um, so i could test it i don't know I, i'm kind of happy about it i'm like i like my gambit being better Let's All right, so, so uh, this is one that I hope they take a long time to fix because uh, if you have a level five, it's not in your favor. If you have a level four, it is in your favor. So uh, it could be it could be a buff or a nerf depending where your uh, ISO eight blue is right now. And we have a, a we have an update coming very soon. They said the next update is coming in February. Update six point seven. Uh, and previously we had month long milestone events. We didn't get one in December. But the month-long milestone character for this uh, next patch is U.S. or this pr uh, current patch is U.S. Agent. Who do you think the next character is going to be for this uh, next month-long milestone? Will it be one of the Masters of Evil? Will it be a character that's been unannounced? Who do you think it could possibly be? I think it's going to be Masters of Evil. Um, Which one? I'm concerned that we didn't get a event campaign. Like, did we not get an event campaign this month? We always get one, don't we? I thought we did, but I could be mistaken on that. I, I could be misremembering December's 
event. We at least we didn't get an event campaign for anyone from the Rebirth team. I know that. Okay. And that, that feels like a missed opportunity because we need to get a little story there. So character is going to be our month long. There's a story. Character? There's a story in the game. Sometimes they throw something <laughs> in there. Weird. I know it's uncommon. But it happens. Sometimes there's even a line of dialogue that might be something approaching what we would call humor in the industry. It's, oh, I've never read those. I've always skipped past those. So. But yeah, which character is going to lend itself best to an event campaign is going to be Kang. I think Kang is the most fun you can have. Mark, with milestone. Okay. I was thinking um, Absorbing Man. Absorbing Man looks to have the most value after the Masters of Evil goes out of the meta. So I was thinking him, but uh, yeah. no, 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 no chance for Moon Moonstone, right? <laughs> Either Kang or Absorbing well, Man. I was just thinking from a writing perspective. Remember, we're very lazy and we don't want to try too hard. So, like making an event campaign for Moonstone, what do we, what does anyone know about Moonstone? Like that's going to be really difficult. But Kang's got so much history and lore, and it's got the tie into uh, the good point. They usually good like point to tie that. in the event campaigns to movies. So you got a movie coming out with Kang. I think Kang's going to be our event campaign. All so right, all right. Who's like going to be our monthly? Is maybe somebody who's really good, like Absorbing Man, because they like to put the best character as the monthly because they give you the fewest shards for that guy, right? That's that's what my, I was thinking as well. So uh, let me know your guesses, guys. Are they going to go more with an easy writing for Kang? Or who, at least on paper, looks to be the better character in Absorbing Man? Let's talk about one more thing. It looks, We got datamized for Apocalypse last week. It appears that he's coming next patch, but it, it, he may not. Uh, when do you think we're going to get the Death Saga? Because I think the Apocalypse is going to be sometime after that. It wouldn't make sense to have it before that. Uh, based on when they've done previous uh, sagas, you said it's probably going to be later in the year rather than earlier yeah. in the year. What are, what are you predicting for that death saga and uh, timing of Apocalypse? What I saw predicted, which I, you know, I'm going to go with is April. I okay. think April, April for death saga. And I think, you know, if, if they and that's that's when the date I actually think it'll hit the game. Okay. They might think that it'll come earlier, but we know that it's going to come later. I'm I'm hoping that at least the death saga will be in February or March, uh, because I we got the you. we got we got the death scourge in December. So two months later would be February. If they're late on that, which sometimes they are, it would be March. So I'm thinking mid February, March, and then Apocalypse the month after that. So I'm thinking March for Apocalypse is my guess. I'm thinking they'll be a month late with all of that. Just push that all back. All right. So everything that was is uh, that I said is probably how it's supposed to be. And just yes. push it back a month because it's scopely that we're talking about. Yeah. Like, I think you okay. make ac absolute sense, but I think you need to push everything just back a month. Okay. Okay. I don't like um, how we pushed Apocalypse from 2022 to 2023. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Let me know your predictions down in the uh, comments, guys. Mr. Hartgrave, thank you for joining me on a fun uh, week in Marvel Strike Force. Anything else that you want to talk about that we didn't have a chance to discuss on this video? Oh, yeah, there is one thing um, on my channel in the community section. We have polls where you okay. can vote on issues and then those issues will get fixed in the game. We actually increase oh. the cap on campaign energy, on event campaign energy. I from like 100 that. 100 to 120. And I appreciate that. An extra hour without, you know, waking up in a panic and being like, oh, did my energy cap? Now it won't cap. So the issue we're trying to get right now is, you know, the collect all button in your inbox. Oh, that's horrible. I hate that button. 
we want an advanced option to disable it. So you can have it or not have it, whatever you want. And I'm telling you, this is going to happen if we can get like, I don't know, if we can get 5,000 votes on this thing and it'll just like happen tomorrow. Hey, you know what I was thinking as well might be a good solution for that? Instead of just removing it, maybe locking a few of your mails so that if there is a lot of these milestones that we want to claim, you know how sometimes we're claiming like five milestones in one thing? Yeah, we could claim all of those, but we could lock the other mails with our campaign energy, our raid credits and everything like that. So I think that would be a great solution as well. Give us open the stuff that we want to open and lock the things that we don't. Although this is Scoby, we the lock button may not work and everything like that. So please, <laughs> let's look, just disable I, it. Let's just I, disable it. <laughs> please disable it. Yeah, please get the mind on saying like everybody. This is this is one of the issues that we have in the community is that everyone has these great suggestions and they're they're great. A lot of them are like a lot of people have really. I think uh, people want claim automatically. They're never going to do claim automatically. No, they I don't want will that. I don't want put that. in. I'm telling you for a fact that they will put an advanced option in this game to disable that button. But we got to get the votes, and it All doesn't right. really matter how great the ideas are around that. It's got to be. It's it's that one that's on the table. Yeah, it needs to be the community aligning on one thing instead yeah. of all these peace ideas. So yeah, I, I take mine's back. I think it's a better solution, but let's give us a simple solution for Scopely that we sure isn't going to break that we could actually have implemented because they they put it, this button in randomly. They can take it out randomly as well. So I like that. All right. Give me um, the I think some people will like it. Oh, and but just give us the option. Yeah, give us the option. All right. That is it. Mr. Hartgrave, is, uh, you got anything else coming up this week uh, besides polls on your channel that you yeah, want to promote? The, the polls are yes. mainly because, like, yeah, you know, okay. you can come over to my channel. You can watch all my videos. They're all fantastic. They're probably some of the best videos on the Internet, short of, like, you know, yours. But um, <laughs> go like and subscribe. We're, we're going to put Midnight Suns videos on the channel for nice, a couple of nice. days. I'll be back to doing Marvel Strike Force. So, you know, this, come over for that, too. All right, so check out our channel, guys. The links will be down below. If you haven't already checked out this channel and hit that subscribe button, check me out on social media and everything like that. Do that as well. Uh, check out some of the sponsors down below. Check out some of my other videos. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this, give it a great review. Share this with your friends. I will see you guys next time. Are you afraid of for, uh, Hulk fist bump, Mr. Hartgrave? Yeah, I think we can do that. All right, here it is. Hulk fist bump, Valley by Mr. Hartgrave. Out. Have a great one, guys. I think I hit it a little too early, but you guys know what we're doing. We're we're Hulk fist bumping. Totally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>